So last week, Sean, I was feeling a little under the weather, and yeah. and and I I thought, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna see what I can do some old home remedies to help me feel better, help, and I help you get over help me the get weather over. And you know, I it turns out it. turns out you know I put a lampshade on my head, and and <laughs> and guess what? You still were under the weather. L- under the weather, but and you were t- also under a lamp. I was well <laughs> under a lampshade, but it, lampshade. Uh, as it turns out, I was just a little lightheaded. <laughs> I beat you to it. I beat you to the joke this time. <laughs> Here you are Here we in are. all your light-headedness, lightheadedness glory. I stay lightheaded. I enjoy it. It's a happy place. Well, it's much you know. better to have a light head than a heavy head. That's true. That's and, true. And a light lampshade as opposed to a heavy one, I guess. Right. You're right. You know, when I was young, I was blonde. They called me blondie. You know, don't be so blonde. And I thought, okay, well, uh, I don't mind. <laughs> I don't think I mind. <laughs> we are actually talking about lamps and lampshades today indeed, indeed. Th- thus bill's wonderful <laughs> <laughs> wonderful anecdote yeah, yeah to yeah. start off try that during a party put a lampshade on your head like it's, it's never been done before <laughs> hey i didn't know that was a thing i oh. i feel kind of stupid i didn't know there was a thing called lampshading oh where you put your lamp on your head lampshading i put have some lamp- i have done a lampshade on my head before <laughs> i and i'm not proud of it that i have it's after some trash can punch, but it was, you know. <laughs> trash can oh punch. Oh, my. Yeah. Followed yeah. by lampshade right. head. <laughs> All right. So, <laughs> episode 15. 15. Yeah. 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 Cannibal 15. lampshades. Cannibal lampshades. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, I'm glad to be here. We've had some snow and ice and got snowed in, and, you know, we've trucked it trucked into to get this podcast started we did this party started we were good okies though and that we stayed at home we stayed and at didn't home. go out and attempt to drive and cause havoc you know and create accidents we were we, we were, good. were good little okies and we stayed we were in good. our homes we were good yes we didn't do donuts and all that other crazy <laughs> no, no, nonsense no 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 no, no. right no because no, i didn't want to be in the ditch no heavens i've been in the ditch it's no fun <laughs> no fun <laughs> Right. So we tried um, the last two weeks, the last two episodes you all have listened to, because I'm sure that you have. Right. We did right. some really lovely poems, you know. They were very poetic. They and were. There was a lot to say about them. And I thought, well, let's let's go to just a liner, a one-liner, or I guess it's two lines, isn't it? But it feels like a one-liner. It does feel like a one-liner, yes. Yeah. So let's – because uh, – on this show, Wacky Poem Life, Wacky poem we, life. we take something that someone has written in the museum, the Rural Oklahoma Museum of Poetry, and we talk about it. And a lot of times people do leave just a phrase, you know, or just a sentence, just some little snippet of an idea. They don't leave an, an entire multi-line poem. True, and that's what this is, correct, Sean? Mm-hmm, okay. Mm-hmm. And this is actually from the probably the very first uh, exhibit arrangement that we had in the museum when it opened in 2012 there was a lot of different little stations i guess you could call them and one of them was called craigslist poetry and wherein i took ads off of craigslist that were strange oh I bet, and i bet <laughs> there were a few of those i've seen a few of those unintentionally <laughs> funny yes. uh, right. and and i invited people to write poetry about them now I, the only reason I know that that's where this poem that we're going to talk about today came from is because it is on a a slate, a um, what's that called? That's white whiteboard. Okay, yes. It's a little whiteboard slate, and 
I had a whole bunch of those, and on the back of them were different Craigslist ads. And then you could look at that, and then on the front of it, you could put, you know, you could write your little poem to go with it. Okay. Now, I don't think this one is about an ad. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> because eventually people just started writing whatever they wanted on these little slates, and they didn't pay attention to the, the Craigslist. It just sounded like something that, that was needed to be put out there. Yeah. Yeah. There's this little, I don't know, they were probably little five by seven slates and right. they're blank and I wonder, we must we must feel this we must feel, i wonder if i wonder if our listeners want to know what the what our phrase says <laughs> Shall, well, because, because we're, this gonna, is a big, we're getting there this is a big lead up and it's like i want to know what the heck is going on i here. think we're almost five we're minutes in and we have mentioned it <laughs> i will read this for for our, read our, it our for listeners us. here we go let the lampshades eat you alive there it is, people. <laughs> you know what? Very David Lynch-ish. Yeah. Very David Lynch-ish. Yes. Yeah. That's it. That's yeah. that's our phrase. It is written as two lines, let the lampshades, let and the underneath that, shades. eat you alive. Eat you alive. Mm-hmm. As only a lampshade can <laughs> eat you alive. But it is, it, it's very image-evoking. Oh, you yeah. Know, I picture a guy or a woman sitting in, in, a, in a room with a, a lamp, and you know a lamp – uh, in a dark room, casts a very angular uh, piece of light, and it's very visually image evoking. And I thought, you know, imagine this getting smaller and smaller and smaller until they're just basically <laughs> eaten by the light of the lampshade. <laughs> it's a horror movie. Horror movie, right? <laughs> right. It is. You know, the first thing you said was about image evoking, and that is, even though it's just two little lines. One little phrase. It it is poetic because of the imagery, and yeah. it, it has a rhythm to it. There's there's some density to it. That's sometimes a term you can use if you're trying to define poetry. Yes, and don't you think it's very night gallery, twilight zoneish mm-hmm. in its in its mm-hmm. um it, right <laughs> yeah. all of this. I can just see you know the, this in an episode. You know, the library took revenge. On the person who was reading these books, and they were eaten by, they were covered with lampshades, like I need, I like need a, my organ here for that, like a Venus flytrap. <laughs> Just <laughs> revenge of the lampshades. Revenge of the lampshades. Yeah. <laughs> who would it star? Oh, I don't know. Back in the day, it would have been Raquel Welch. You know, she was uh, running around trying to you know, escape the escape the lampshades. Yeah, they, and the lampshade couldn't fit over her because her <laughs> boobs would be in the way. <laughs> Take a couple of lampshades or so. But I was wondering, Sean, you know, we were talking last week about terms that are no longer understood by young people yes. uh, because of a certain age. Now, mm-hmm. do you know what it means if you're someone were to come in and say, hey, Sean, cut those lights, cut, cut the, the lights. lights, cut the lights in this room? Huh. Yeah, I would. You would, you would know. Yeah. And I would I would too because, you know, uh, people, that means young people, that means turn the lights off. <laughs> young people, listen to Bill. Hit, hit, hit the switch, turn them <laughs> off, cut the lights, cut. Cut the cut. lights. You know, cut means stop. So you stop the lights, cut them off, turn the lights off. Um, I find that interesting that, again, that's a phrase that I thought of about – that was related to this uh, Let phrase. Let the lampshades eat you alive. Let the lampshades eat you alive. Cut the lights. Cut hmm. the lights. Cut the lights or they're going to eat you alive, these lampshades. <laughs> you know? But maybe this person wants the lampshades to eat you alive. Maybe it's like read more. Get a, sit oh. under a lamp. Turn, turn off some technology. Yeah. Maybe I'm being a little too yeah. – um, it's kind of well. That's kind of weird. It's like turn you into a zombie. Turn you into a zombie because you're being a zombie. Let them. Let them. It yes. doesn't say fight them. Don't fight the lampshades. Let them eat you alive. 
Yeah. Let them. You see, know, but that would make you a zombie. Sort of a zombie, a library but, zombie. But it would bring you out of a zombie state. Right. Correct. Well, <laughs> there we go. And that is a... This is a paradox. Well, it's like a mirror within a mirror. Again, here we go down this rabbit hole. <laughs> but I think I would. I think it's creative. I think the person that wrote this is probably really quite... Uh, uh, probably... Uh, Creative and uh, has weird phrases floating has weird around phrases in his and has or a quirky, her head. Quirky sense of humor. Yes, certainly. Just like I'm, just going to quickly just write this. It's in manuscript. It's in what script? I'm just going to flow this onto this little whiteboard and just shake things up for people. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Make them say, "What the heck? What the heck is yeah. that?" Right. <laughs> Something and I even typed in, "Let the lampshades eat you alive on my search engine to see if that is that a, 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 a anything out of a poem, a writing." I know, I, I did that with, too. I came up with nothing. <laughs> I know. But but you probably came up with um, the term lampshading. Yes, I found I, out all kinds of things about lampshade that I did not know. Same. And I thought my, I, who knew? Who, who knew? knew? Is it, I've, I've heard about um, ghosting. I've heard about ghosting someone. Mm-hmm. I've heard about gaslighting someone. Yes. Mm-hmm. But I've never heard about, hey, you've just been lampshaded. Because <laughs> yeah. I'd be like, what? what? Where? <laughs> but lampshading is actually an, uh, it's a, a thing. A, and it's, yeah. I guess, as a verb, you know. And you probably looked up the meaning of lampshading. There's correct? a lot of meanings right. of it, right. both as a verb and a noun. Right. Yeah. Right. So did you get the one to intentionally call attention to the improbable, incongruent, or cliched <laughs> nature of an element or situation featured in a work of fiction within the work itself? And then did yes. you and then did you need to think I need a dictionary to decipher what this just said. No. Can you explain, Sean, what what are they saying here? Uh, Well, no, I automatically went to uh, the sound of horse's hoofs being made by coconuts. Oh, as in the As in Monty Python's Holy Grail. Oh, okay. I see. (laughs) Okay. A little different. different. Uh, You know, Arthur rides up and the coconuts are going. Right, right. Yeah. Right. Uh, And and, uh, the guard says, what? Ridden on a horse? I'm not even going to try to do a British accent. <laughs> and Arthur says, yes. Yeah. You're using coconuts. <laughs> what? You've got two empty halves of coconut and you're banging them together. <laughs> and it sounds just like a horse's hoof. My, my horrible British accent. The thunder's louder than the horse's hoofs. <laughs> well, that was, if you read anything about that movie that was made in 1975, they had no money and... They had no money for horses, so they used uh, coconuts, coconuts. And, and banged them together for the sound. And then they just went ahead and incorporated that right into the movie. And, and we've heard that in countless cartoons where we have coconut mm-hmm. horses riding, you know. And, and so I just associate coconuts <laughs> with horses' hoofs, basically. But, but I, that's an example of lampshading okay. in, in the film is that you're calling attention to the fact that you're – what are you doing? You're breaking the fourth wall. Okay. You're calling attention to it. Okay. Yeah. And you're you're creating this image to to go along with what is occurring, uh, this additional dimension uh-huh. of what is occurring. Uh-huh. Right. <laughs> I did find out that there were uh, are. I thought, are, have there been any interesting um, book titles with the word lampshade in them? And the most interesting one that I found was by Phyllis Diller, and it said. <laughs> Like a lampshade in a whorehouse. <laughs> there, there we go. I thought that is going to be the most interesting book title. That's the title. That's the title of the book. Like a lampshade in a whorehouse. You know, which I, I suppose, you know, that's not a 
you know, comfortable situation. I don't know. Young people, yeah. Google Phyllis Diller. Phil, Phyllis Diller. Oh, my gosh, absolutely. <laughs> and you, you talk about gloves and the long cigarette and the cigarette filter. Done. So done. What yeah. is a lampshade in a whorehouse? Well, I, and I, I do don't we have, know. We have to read her book to find I out. I guess, we'll have, you know, right. <laughs> she feels like a lampshade in a whorehouse, you know. So there are no shades on the lamps in a whorehouse, well, you, perhaps? But, right. I, I didn't quite, you know. Everything's out in the open. Phyllis must know something we don't hear because <laughs> I, didn't, right, I didn't quite understand that uh, analogy. But huh. I thought it was an interesting, certainly is a uh, attention-grabbing book title. It may be kind of like what we were just talking about, that you're calling attention to yourself. Right. That right. she's calling attention to herself, the lampshade in the whorehouse. I don't know. Oh, mm. I see. It's like something about you know you you're, you're want to be conspicuous, but uh, you're but you're not. So. You know this fashion of women wearing leggings with the big shirt over it. Yes, uh-huh. I didn't know there was a term for that. Oh my goodness! It's lampshading. Is it lampshade? Yeah. <laughs> And that's not, a, and some sometimes that lampshade is not a not a good looking lampshade. It's not long enough. Not quite. Long, the shade's not long enough to cover the bulbs. It's not people, long enough and dark to cover enough. the bulbs. Right, bulbs are exposed sometimes, and sometimes the stem of the lamp looks like it's not covered at all. So. <laughs> yeah, I didn't realize this, but that's apparently another way that you can use the word lampshade. I'll be darned. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a fashion trend that never seems to go away. Now, my sister Roxanne, she would be an example of this other definition of lampshade because uh, lampshading could also mean to adorn with one or more lampshades hmm. and my sister loves lamps oh my uh, as i do <laughs> roxanne and jerry both love uh light fixtures i'm fascinated by light fixtures yes of different eras yes so yeah my stomach's growling sorry okay. if you could oh, hear that that's all right <laughs> <laughs> i was going to get a donut this morning and i didn't get it Ooh, but anyway that. so uh, to adorn with one or more lampshades she has many in, in her house. this I love this line. This is from 1913, Edith Wharton's book, The Custom of the Country. Her, hel- ho- <clears throat> excuse me, her hotel sitting room had, as usual, been flowered, cushioned, and lampshaded into a delusive semblance of stability. Oh and she had really felt for the f- last few weeks that the life she was leading there must be going to last. It seemed so perfect an answer to all her wants. Wow. <laughs> Fluid and flowing. Yes. Yeah. Lamp shaded into a delusive, delusive semblance of stability. That is just a <laughs> – slides off the tongue like a delicious souffle. I don't know. What? Interesting. I, yeah. Lampshades can bring you stability and sense, apparently. Yeah. Yeah. I just – you know, the <laughs> lampshades are, are, are quite the decorator's accessory. You can – you know, mm-hmm. some of them are bare. You know, you'll see lamps sometimes in, in, in stores with just uh, rags and tags and, and string. And then sometimes uh, the most, uh, I guess the most elaborate are the ones that are made of stained glass, you know, the Tiffany shades. Uh, which, by the way, Tiffany lamps were, back in, when they were considered out of, out of, out of taste and gaudy, were, some, some were discarded on the side of the uh, curbs in New, New York City. Really? I cannot even imagine a <laughs> Tiffany lamp sitting at a, at a curb. So I'd be like... I'd be diving in under gunfire to pick it up to get it. But huh. uh, I, I, lamps, lampshades, lights, illuminating fixtures are something that I look at in every form of architecture I go into. Mm-hmm. It's I find them fascinating, and I, I, I will miss the day that we no longer have them, and I hope that never comes. Do you think lampshades are going to disappear? Well, I think that you know the, the light an incandescent light bulb is on its way out, and oh. I, I know I know that we have the LED bulb and and. 
and therefore pictures has no romance has no romance it is stark it is dark and cold it is not warm um there needs to be a poem written about you know the how about the uh the lamenting how about this sean the lamenting of incandescence (laughs) i think it needs to be that needs to be a a book title the lamenting of incandescence the lamenting of lamentation lamentation of of the ending of of incandescence oh my gosh i almost get teared up just thinking about that (laughs) (laughs) you're so sentimental (laughs) oh my goodness Uh, that's your homework you write that for next time Okay. okay okay yes yeah absolutely well, my fiancé, the online fiance. etymology okay. dictionary. How is he, by the way? He's, he's doing pretty well. Good, You know, good. I refer to him often. Right. We're together. Right. Um, sometimes only in spirit, you know. Well, because this, this weather has kept him uh, <laughs> away this week. Yes. Right. Right. <laughs> but my internet still works, so we do occasionally get to well, be I, together. Right, right. It does tell us that lamp, uh, he tells us that lamp, Really, it just means glow, you know, that's the root word uh, that it comes from, meaning glow. And shade, the root escoto, means dark. So it's a dark glow. Dark glow. Mm-hmm. So a glow under the dark. Okay. A darkened glow. Darkened glow. Yeah. Yeah. Lampshade. Lampshade. This makes me think of, I had a friend when I was living in Bartlesville who said there was a bar out by Oshaleta, somewhere south of Bartlesville, out there in uh, South Osage County, called Moonglow Hut. Mm-hmm. Moonglow Wouldn't you Hut. love to go to a bar called Moonglow Hut and dance and dance under yeah. a neon moon at yeah. Moonglow Hut? At the middle of Osage County, with the coyotes howling. That does sound kind of cool. Yeah, Moonglow Hut. I'll be. Yeah, I would like that. I'd like to have a drink at Moonglow Hut. Why not? <laughs> Why not? Yeah. So the the idea of a lamp cover. Is is fairly new. It's from 1780. Yeah. Well, and also, um, oil lamps used to have obviously glass globes mm-hmm. or clear glass, or in some fancy cases, painted, uh, reverse painted, and so forth. Yeah. Then the, with there was the, no shade for no, them. No shade per se, as we, as I know, know a shade as as growing up. But now we have a, with the electric light, we have the shades, the uh, f- uh, f- uh, fabric, the plastics. The, growing up, you know, I used to love the. Um, we had mush. My brother had a mushroom lamp, which had a clear acrylic, orange or purple shade. I was fascinated with it. And then he also had something called a fiber optic lamp, which he turned on, and it, the little fiber optics would spin and turn. And I was so fascinated with that. <laughs> how so many I'm, how many mushroom things did you all have in the house? Oh well, everything was decorated. I'll with I'll tell mushrooms. you what. I accidentally swallowed one one time, and it was not pretty. You know, let me, I had to. I had An to, actual to, mushroom well, or a mushroom so, lamp? I don't. I can't. I, I, I cannot disclose this. It was. It was a. It was a blur. You know. Oh, okay. But it was. It was the Moving early right early seventies. Moving yeah. right along. Right. <laughs> Sorry, Ron. <laughs> right. Do you know, Bill, why the lamps get uh, get arrested? Arrested because Why do they, get arrested? they have too many watts on their record. <laughs> that makes no sense. <laughs> no, they're into shady business. Shady business. Uh oh, shady, sh- shady, shady. That's a shady <clears throat> joke. What do lamps eat? Uh, lamps eat people. Lampshades <laughs> eat you alive, as we have just said. No. Well, they only <laughs> eat people who. Would be considered a light snack. Light, a light snack. Yeah. No heavy snacks. Light snacks. Light snack. Forty watt or above snacks. <laughs> <laughs> now we know. 
Now we know this. What did the lamps do during their date? They illuminated each other's lives. <laughs> oh, that's very sweet. No. The real didn't. answer is not sweet. <laughs> <laughs> they got turned on. Turned uh-oh. <laughs> it happens. It happens. Yeah. One of my uh, – speaking of sweet, one of my classmates posted recently that, you know, just so you will know, to all my uh, high school and junior high classmates, I did indeed stay cool. And I posted <laughs> underneath that, I said, I did not stay sweet because I did not stay sweet. It's true. I did not stay sweet. Stay sweet, Bill. You're a sweet guy to, his, to a real sweet guy. So I thought, how many sweets can you say? I know. Mine you know, was nice. Everybody kept saying, stay nice. Stay, oh, stay nice. Yeah. Okay, I think I'll not. I'm going to go to the dark side. I don't even remember being nice, but I guess I was. You exuded niceness. Uh I must have exuded sweetness. It's like, you know, sweet, good night. Haven't we talked about that word nice? I don't like it. Nice. It's just, yeah. Makes me want to vomit. (laughs) (laughs) No one wants to be nice. Sean, have you ever heard of the poem by Robert Louis Stevenson um, called The Lamp Lighter? I don't think so. Let me. I'm going to read it as best as I can. Then, let, and there used to be a situation back in the day where you would go around lighting lamps with a long polar cane mm-hmm. along mm-hmm. streets. But this is um, it's it's a beautiful poem, and I didn't realize that. I guess it would fall under this. Uh, let you know our our topic, but I'll start. My tea is nearly ready, and the sun has left the sky. It's time to take the window to see Leary going by. For every night at tea time and before you take your seat, with lantern and with ladder he comes, posting up the street. Now Tom would be a driver, and Maria go to sea, and my papa's banker, and as rich as he can be. But I, when I am stronger and can choose what I'm to do, oh, Leary, I'll go round at night and light the lamps with you. For we are very lucky, with a lamp before the door, and Leary stops to light it as he lights so many more. And oh, before you hurry, by with ladder and with light, O'Leary, see a little child and nod to him tonight. I just thought that was sweet. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it, it's, it's about, you know, because I imagine maybe children watch this guy go lighting his lamps as he went up and down the street. But I guess they would light and extinguish these lights every day. Back in the, back in, <laughs> we're having an earthquake, people. Yeah. Or either that is is Limu the emu? Is he at the door? Is that Limu? <laughs> I don't know if they could hear that knocking. <clears throat> That's my knocking. sister's putting up an exhibit in the next room. <laughs> Ro- Roxanne has been wanting to join this podcast forever, and we've tried to bar the door. She doesn't <laughs> seem to take a no for an answer. <laughs> that poem sounded kind of ominous to me. Did it, was it ominous? Okay. Yeah, but but you took it as a as not, and I probably t- mistakenly took it as well. A, no, I don't know because I don't remember him Robert Lewis, writing really Robert ominous Lewis, things. Lewis Stevenson, the lamplighter. But that's just where I went with it. I don't know why. I, I, I read several poems poems on uh, lamps, lampshades, lamplight, mm-hmm. um, and that was one that stuck out to me somewhat. The only poem that came to my mind with this is one that I don't <clears throat> really want to read, and. Uh, because it is very uh, depressing. It is Sylvia Plath's poem, Lady Lazarus. Okay. Did that one come up? When the author comes up, but um, mm-hmm. I, I have not. I have not seen. La- it's it's Lazarus. a wonderful poem, but it's you know she suffered all of her life from uh, various depressions and mental illnesses, and 
did eventually kill herself. But she, there was a movie based upon Sylvia Plath. Oh yeah, Gwyneth Paltrow played her. Did yes. she not? Okay. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. But in that that poem, I I remember reading this in a creative writing class way back in the eighties when I was going to Ooh, college at 80s. Oklahoma State University. I've heard about that. <laughs> heard about that decade. Because I really liked these these very deep and serious poems that had strange imagery in them that I didn't quite understand. But and in her poems, if you don't understand all the images, you still get that sense of dread. Right. That was in it so much. So I'm not. It's a long poem, but the beginning of it has that reference in it. So this is Lady Lazarus by Sylvia Plath. Just the opening lines. I have done it again. One year in every ten, I manage it, a sort of walking miracle, my skin bright as a Nazi lampshade, my right foot a paperweight, my face a featureless fine Jew linen. Peel off the napkin. Oh, my enemy, do I terrify. Mm. Yeah. Intense. Yes, Intense. very much. Yes. And yep. so the image of the Nazi lampshade playing upon that, Idea, which turned out to be more of a, just an idea and a myth than a reality, that Nazis made lampshades out of a Jewish skin, the skin of Jewish, oh their Jewish my. victims. Oh, my. That's what I was wondering what a Nazi lampshade yeah, referred to. I remember reading a lot about that, and then I hadn't, I hadn't read up about that in quite some time, and... I, so I Googled that again, and there was a guy who wrote a, an entire book about a lamp he owned that he said it was made out of human skin uh, by by the Nazis in the 40s. And the, what was this book? It was Mark Jacobson, and the name of the book was is from 2010, The Lampshade, A Holocaust Detective Story from Buchenwald to New Orleans. And it went under underwent DNA testing, and they found that it was cowhide. Oh, cowhide. Yeah. Okay. And um, and then later, it went un- underwent even more testing, and it's still, it it was not human skin. So, were there any lamps ever made out of human skin? Do you well, think? Well, I, I don't think pa- there are any that have been verified. I would not put it past the mentality no. of what uh, of the brutality of that. No, and it came about because there was a woman whose name I didn't write down who was I think the wife of one of the commandants who who bragged about having mm. lampshades made out of human skin but we don't i don't think we have any actual examples of that there was a national geographic program called human lampshade a holocaust mystery and i think that um was something that you know that exposed that this was something that was talked about but didn't actually occur choked about you know occurring because you know Mm -hmm. it certainly would not have been a, a a very big step to do, make something so horrific yeah. out of a, such a horrific time. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I don't, like I said, don't want to read that entire poem. It is, you know, it does talk about her attempts at suicide, and, and she did eventually kill herself. And um, But it, it is a wonderful poem, and it is very uh, full of longing for, it, you know, a life unfettered by sorrows and mm-hmm. sadness mm-hmm. and and the inability to uh, to to be free of the depression that she always felt. Yeah, and yeah. What, un, was it undiagnosed depression, Sean? No, no. Yeah. Um, so, so. She was in treatment mm-hmm. many times mm-hmm. and uh, had therapy, and it was a known thing. She, it was something she discussed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, 
And and the <laughs> the National Suicide Prevention Hotline is one eight hundred two seven three eight two five five. Good to know for all you listeners Absolutely. out there. Absolutely, yeah, you, uh, yeah. Write but, it down, but go, re- yeah, go ahead and look up that poem, and and well, any of her poems are wonderful. Yes, yes. And you know, on, on this subject of let the lampshades eat you alive, um, one of my favorite things to look at in any space, any architecture, are light fixtures and lampshades and and, and objects that exude light. So I would encourage you to go to go look at um, light fixtures, whether mm-hmm. they're in cathedrals or museums, or they're just amazing. Yeah, they're, they're just kind amazing. of a, they're they're a neat way to look at the creativity of the human imagination, aren't they? Yes, they are. It's all the yes, different ways that we have come up with because light used to, to be illuminate. a magical it used to be a magical thing. You know, yeah. especially electricity was yeah. quite magical, and the way they sur- think of a lamp as a way to surround electricity with beauty or lampshade. It's really quite unique. Mm. My uh, my fiance, the online etymology dictionary, ought to have that definition you just said. Well, I think that I <laughs> he has competition now, does he not? <laughs> that should be in there for sure. Okay. <clears throat> well, absolutely. Okay, yeah. so here's another definition of lampshade. I had no idea. Did you know it was a slang term for a drug? I did not. I honestly yeah. didn't know for a drug. Yeah. Ooh. So it, it's a slang term for a drug or a mental depressant in liquid form. Oh, a mental yeah. depressant, a lampshade. Like I guess codeine would... mixed with dirty Sprite. Oh, well, that sounds like <laughs> in, in, interesting. I, I'm, I will say that I did get a concoction from the local pharmacy last week, and it's called Magic Mouthwash. <laughs> because I had a sore tonsil, and it was, let me tell you, I rinsed my mouth out, and I was – I had trouble forming words so i did not so it, it had, some it had, kind it had, of magic it had codeine in it and other <laughs> other other things but i only did one episode of that and i thought i think i'll be okay <laughs> no more magic mouthwash for me <laughs> at all so i mentioned earlier the the also, the other definition of lampshade that i wasn't aware of you know women wearing leggings and the, right, and right. the big shirt over it they're also you can say that of this is similar of the short Athletic shorts with an oversized T-shirt over it. Yeah, which yeah. I might have worn in the eighties. I don't know. I, I, I plead the fifth. <laughs> <laughs> I wore some short shorts in the eighties. Let me tell you, there's some photos running around. It's like, who in the heck is that? <laughs> I used to talk to that guy. Uh, everybody wore short shorts oh, back know. then, yeah, men and they, women, didn't they? And and guys, come on. It's like, oh, that was so so close, so close. I was cleaning out because when I was snowed in, I was cleaning out my uh, photograph suitcases. That's where I keep all my oh, old photographs. I saw photographs. that photo of you with that with that that, that cool little dress and the, the, the with the seventies, yeah, seventies. And uh, was that a leaf pattern on 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 the bib right here? I think there was a bird on a bird. there. On that. and you had you had Romanesque espadrilles. Yes, and I was wearing pantyhose with. Oh, I didn't notice that. I could have won the contest if I would notice pantyhose. Ah. But anyway, I, I yeah, I found a bunch of old photos of guys in cut-off shorts from the the seventies and eighties, mm-hmm. and yeah, they were they were pretty they were, short. They were pretty short, and yeah. it was not enticing at all. I'm right, and the guys, you know, we didn't know. It's like we did good grief, yeah, like speedos. Nobody wants to see speedos, you know. So this is kind of sexist, but this was a line I found in the in the. The Urban Dictionary, where it was talking about the, the oversized T-shirt and the short athletic shorts. I wish these girls would actually try to look nice for class. It's like a teacher talking. Lampshade is not a good look for anyone. <laughs> <laughs> True. True. 
lampshade. So again, you all might think that I've just been under a rock, that I didn't know that lampshade was used for all this, but now I'm going to have to use this term. What are you doing, lampshading? Yeah, yeah. Look I can't me. go out on lampshading. Hey, hey, look, Sean, there's a lampshade on aisle six. <laughs> lampshade. Uh-oh. <laughs> Now we know. Now we expand our now vocabulary. We know. Expand it. It's all, it's all about expansion. So <laughs> now, now you also meant you had mentioned earlier that you had worn a a, a lampshade. Um, you know, at a party. What is it about being at a party and, and and you and you choose to like screw the top off a finial of a lamp and then it's like put this over your head and and, and, and you know sing a song or think it's funny. I don't know, Bill. I've never been at a party like that. Oh, you know. <laughs> And it's like everyone's like, yeah, it's been done. Yeah, yeah. And you think you're so cool and unique and I don't know. As I long as always, I didn't fall uh, down. I will always look at you in a different light now, Bill. In a different light with a lampshade <laughs> on my head. And I will try not to eat you alive. But the lampshade eats you alive. Tried to eat my head alive. Did you know that Forrest Gump found a magic lamp? Forrest Gump. He found a magic lamp. Magic lamp in a box uh-uh. of chocolates. And he rubbed it. And he rubbed it, and now Aladdin, Aladdin, a Janay, a Janay instead of Aladdin, a Janay, <laughs> a Janay, J E N I E, Janay. My hand yep. just went to sleep. Uh oh, the lampshade ate it alive. It's tingling. Well, I do no CPR, or as my as my nephew says, CPA. <laughs> okay, I'm not sure this whole episode held together. <laughs> But no one got eaten alive. No one got eaten alive. It was a it, it was an interesting phrase. Let the lampshades eat you alive. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It certainly made us think, and I hope it made you think a little bit. I do too. It's, it was a fun episode. It was. And, and, and now we got to end, and I got to figure out why my hands asleep. Well, and I may have to do some medical situations here, but I will keep you all posted. <laughs> Thank you all for listening. Take care. <laughs>